Hello and welcome to the Wedding Guide podcast, introducing you to the wedding world of suppliers, professionals, and anyone who can help make your wedding planning simply easy. I'm your host, Pete the Celebrant, and I know you'll love today's guests, Adam and Nadia, a couple I married back in early 2018. In the episode, we discuss how they planned their wedding and what they recommend for you. Allow me to introduce you to the incredible couple, Adam and Nadia. Well, hello and welcome, Adam and Nadia. It is so great to see you guys. How are you doing? Hi, we're doing really well, thanks. Nice to see you, Pete. Yeah, we're good. We're good, despite ISO and yeah. Maskville. Maskville, <laughs> yep. It's good, though. It's good to see everyone doing their, you know, community spirit, slapping on a mask and walking around. It's good. You can yeah, you can it's see nice to see families out together and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, you had your wedding back in Feb 2018. Feels like a while ago to me. Does it feel like a while ago to you? Or? No, really. doesn't. No, time's flown. Actually, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you today, I guess, in this podcast, I want couples who are still planning their wedding to hear from those, you know, a couple of years out, uh, what is important to you, what was important to you before. But before we get into that. Tell everyone a little bit about yourselves. Tell them why you're awesome and what you do and a little bit of how you met as well. <laughs> I feel like you've set us up to fail there, but um, that's very kind. Answer three questions in a few minutes. <laughs> um, so we were together for 10 years before Adam proposed. Um, so we'd already been together for a very long time. Slow burn. And Just wanted to make sure, you know, like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, so... We had sort of a surprise engagement where we went and saw the jeweller for the engagement ring. So yeah. Simon West Fine Jewelry, he's just based in Melbourne. Um, nice. Absolutely amazing, amazing guy. And he's got a lovely team around him as well. So cool. um, he let me try on everything in the store and talk about who we were and what we liked and what we didn't like and yeah. um, created a sort of story around what he was going to make for us, which was really mm. cool. Um, and so I left with absolutely no idea of what engagement ring he was going to make, when it was going to be ready, what the price was, anything like that. He organised all that with Adam, without me. So um, It was actually quite a fun experience, though. Was, yeah. Um, yeah. Designing something together. Well, or like at least getting her thoughts, my thoughts, putting them together um, instead of me just picking something really gaudy and her hating it. So yeah, um, yeah, yep. I know that. <laughs> no, was actually, that, that was actually one really fun, fun part of um, the lead up. Yeah. Yeah, and he gives you like okay. a coffee table book with all the photos of the ring being made and everything as well. So oh, that was really cool. cool. Yeah, right. Um, and so then Adam again surprise proposed. I don't know how many, however many months later, when the ring was actually made. So yeah, yeah it was really nice. Really nice process actually. Okay, so you actually went together to the ring shop. And then you sort of, you tried on a whole bunch of things. He got a good idea of what you were after. Adam got that same idea. And then they just kept chatting and you had something unique made. Yep, correct. That's exactly yep. right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, cool. It was, um, it was really, really nice process. Yeah. I left there with literally no idea still of what the ring was going to be. He was like, okay, go okay. away now. Go downstairs and have a coffee. <laughs> Adam and I are going to talk. 
yeah. So, yeah, it was really cool, really cool. And we had nice. no idea what we were doing. So it's really <laughs> a nice, patient person to talk us through everything and, sure. you know, let you look at a diamond under the microscope and all that sort of stuff and see what actually is the difference and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, very cool. Very cool. Nice. And so that started at... So when you say being together 10 years, that was like an eight-year period you got a ring made? No, that was at 10 years. So being together 12 years now. Oh, yeah. I could drag it out and make it wait as long as possible. <laughs> but, yeah. Get That's the ring. <laughs> Get all the about ring. certainties. <laughs> oh, probably, it probably yes. took 10 years of savings, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what makes a great wedding. And then where did you, you proposed? And then from there, did wedding planning start straight away? Nadia, did you already have a book with everyone lined up? Like, how did this all go? The, the absolute opposite. So the real absolute opposite. We yeah. thought... First of all, maybe we'll elope and we'll just run away overseas together. And we literally did the full, I'll say 360 of we'll elope. We'll elope with our parents. We'll yeah. elope with our parents and our siblings. We'll elope with our parents, siblings and our grandparents. And then timing had it that we actually lost two grandparents in that time when we were right. sort of talking about what we wanted to do. So then we really reflected on who we are and Adam's from New Zealand. So his family's all living in New Zealand. We're obviously yep. living in Melbourne. I have family in Italy as well. We had other cousins that were in England and friends that were, you know, everywhere around the world. And yeah. we thought, well, this is actually the one opportunity where everyone can be together and meet each other. You know, yeah. it's not when you've got family that's so spread, um, there's not going to be first birthdays or anything like that where you'll actually have all of your uncles together or yeah. that they would get to meet each other. And sure. that really ended up being really yeah. important to us. And, and post mm. our wedding, it's been really wonderful. Like, you know, speaking to Adam's uncle, our family has really got along like a house on fire more yeah. than we ever expected as well. So yeah. um, it's been really lovely since that they know each other. They ask after my parents yeah. knowing them now. And vice versa. Um, so yeah, that's actually been a really lovely, lovely experience. So I would definitely recommend that to everyone. As as hard as it is when you're doing your numbers and thinking, oh god, we've got so many people to invite. Mm. Mm. Um, it actually was really, really great. Totally agree. No, no, no. Yeah, super worthwhile. Like yeah, we've met up a few times with the crazy aunties and uncles, as you remember, <laughs> Pete. And uh, really. it's just <laughs> such like warm memories. Like they're just yeah. such happy memories. So yeah, yeah. It was great though. I think that's a, you've touched on a, a massive point is like weddings, weddings are not cheap. Uh, and a big question is, do we just elope? Do we just save the money and let's just go get married? And then that'll, you know, that'll just be a nice quick wedding day and we're all happy. But what you, what you're essentially then missing out on is as you've touched on, the wedding is more, it's, it's more than the money. It's more than just the getting married. It's having everyone you genuinely love and everyone who is a part of your life, family, friends, getting them all together and you had an incredible experience and it sounds like that was, that's been the biggest takeaway is that people yeah. had that one great day and experience and that it didn't stop there. Those relationships have now continued and there's, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was really great. And that even flowed on to why we chose the venue that we chose and um, a whole bunch of other decisions. So 
yeah, I think like a lot of people talk about themes of a wedding, you know, what theme you're going to have, is it going to be, I don't know, Harry Potter theme or is it going to be yeah. whatever theme? And I think for us, I was more conscious about how I wanted to feel on the day mm. and then how I wanted our guests to feel. And I wanted yeah. them to be relaxed. I wanted them to have fun. Yeah. Um, I wanted them to use it as a family reunion as well because everyone was so spaced out at that stage. So, yeah. um, and that's, yeah, that really influenced a whole bunch of other decisions. Yeah. So how did you start? Like, where did you start with the planning? Well, once we decided that it was going to be big, yeah. um, the venue was the main thing to for me. So I didn't care when we got married. I didn't have a date in mind or anything like that. I just mm. thought we'll find the venue that we want and that's going to then dictate the date and then we'll make all our other decisions based on that. So. And- and tell what influenced your decision on because you went to Abbotsford Convent. Uh, yeah. What in, what made you choose that in the end? So one yeah one big thing that Nadia was talking about before was because a lot of my family were obviously coming overseas. We we didn't really want uh, a spaced out wedding where there were multiple venues in play. We didn't yeah. want sort of like the reception at one and you know the actual ceremony at another. It was sort of like. No, we just want you to arrive. We want you to settle. We want you to be there for the day. And then that gives us more relaxing as well as the guests. So, yeah, that was another big thing. So one real big tip for Abbotsford was, yeah, you could have the ceremony as we did in the gardens or the chapel if you chose. Um, and then you could have everything on site. No mucking around. No having to, you know, tell people from New Zealand, oh, then you have to get on some type of bus to then go across the city or anything like that. So, yeah. I think that was a really big starting point of um, finding a venue that catered for everything all in one site, just so yep. that we didn't have to muck around and yeah. we could spend more time dancing and um, having a few drinks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah cool. And Which we were really did. conscious. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we were really <laughs> conscious of trying to eliminate costs for our guests as well. It's already such mm. a big burden for people to get babysitters and come you know, overseas for a few days and um, yeah. pay for flights and pay for accommodation and everything. So we really loved some venues like in Yarra Valley, for instance. But once we started getting into, well, how much is it going to cost to hire a car to get out to Yarra Valley? And then how much would yeah. it cost to actually have accommodation in Yarra Valley? And then sure. do we have to organise a bus that takes everyone back to the CBD or that sort of thing? Yeah. Um, we really wanted something that was CBD because it just had so many accommodation options for people. So if they stayed at a backpackers hostel or they stayed at crown towers, no one had to know about it. It was whatever was appropriate for their budget. Yeah. um, And had those options for them and they didn't have to have hire cars or anything because they're in the CBD. So you can get, you know, a taxi around and and home if you need to. But at the end of the night, we did have buses taking everyone from the convent back to the CBD. Yeah. Um, and as um, we didn't realise when we booked it, but it was actually white night in the CBD the night of our <laughs> wedding. So yeah, right. it was actually a really good thing that we'd done that because they would have struggled to get taxis themselves or get their okay. own way back into the CBD because most of the roads were closed and stuff like yep. that. So, And that bus that we weren't on ended up being a highlight for most of our guests because yep. they were all singing and <laughs> standing oh, yeah. away all the way back and <laughs> I got all these the videos trip. the next day. I've <laughs> heard the bus trip home is... It's good fun. It's messy, but it's it carries good a lot of memories. <laughs> Sounds like they had that same experience. 
I expected nothing less. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, no, you too, not from your family. Uh, so, <laughs> you, so you booked the venue mainly for everyone's coming, uh, many people are coming interstate and that make it nice and simple in near, very close to the CBD. And so you booked that. Once even you- the invitations, I made like a, um, we made a map for them so that they could okay. look at it and see that even though we were saying that you have to go to different places, like the gardens to the cafe and then to somewhere else for canapes, yeah. they could see that that actually was only 20 steps away, not yes. that yeah. we were actually getting them to leave the venue or anything like that. Yeah. It, it can be confusing when you're trying to write all of that onto an invitation. So yeah. the map works really well, actually. Yeah. Like it's beautiful venue. It is big though. It's a, it's a big place. You've got lots of uh, cafes. It's like an art space and, uh, so yeah, that, that would have been really helpful with that. So where did you go then? So you booked your venue. Yep. Um, and then they had a tasting night to, to help pick you with your menu and stuff as well. So that was another big thing. Like we wanted to have nice food and stuff. Yeah. And they were originally a catering company that sort of um, do the weddings at, at Abbotsford. So that was another important thing. So they got all the couples to come along to like a tasting night and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So um yeah, once we sort of sorted that part of it out, um, we're all comfortable with, okay, the, had the venue locked down, then we could sort of start working on all the bolt-on things like the photography, videographer, yeah. um, you know, need a decent celebrant, you know, um, <laughs> kind you of know, flowers, that type of thing. That. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned before that uh, not so much, it wasn't a themed wedding you're after, but it was the feeling the experience that you were going to have and also your friends and family going to have. Yep. How did that guide you in making your other choices? Because a lot of couples, you know, they go on easy weddings or ivory tribe. Uh, you just start Googling, you know, you know, wedding photographer, Melbourne, all that. And you just come up with an array of people. Uh, did you find that overwhelming? Did you get recommendations from friends? Most of our friends, or not most of our friends, but a lot of our friends actually work in the wedding industry. Um, and I was adamant that I wanted them all to have the day off. So right. we have friends that are wedding photographers and they had the day off. They sat there and they, Ooh. for the first time, I think, had been to a wedding as guests together without one of them working. Yeah. Um, there are a couple that are wedding photographers. Um, then we had another friend who is, you know, performs as musicians that perform at weddings all the time. Again, mm. we want them to have the day off. There's only yeah. one friend that we roped into being a musician for us on the day, but he's the best musician I know. So um, I really wanted well. him to play. Yeah. <laughs> I really wanted him to play while I was walking down the aisle. I just thought it'd be really nice garden party, I guess, mm. type thing with just the, the keyboard music happening in the background. Um, yeah. so I, guess, I guess having those relationships, yeah, we did, we did get some pretty good feedback, yeah. um, which I guess probably meant that we didn't have to trawl through the, you know, all those pages that you talked about as much. Yeah. Um, I guess, yeah, also going to a few weddings as well. So, like, you you, you know what you want or what, yeah. what you don't like. Um, so... I think it's really important to think about what's what matters to you. So, um, if you concentrate on those areas, and I had a... Um, I downloaded... I don't know from where a wedding budget spreadsheet. Yeah. Um, and I tried to work out just approximately how much things would cost. And then I yeah. highlighted what's actually important. 
So I thought the photographer and videographer was really important, not just because I wanted a really good record of the day, which is obviously an important thing, but you spend so much time with them on the day as well. Very so, true. Yeah. It's, you know, I, I really wanted people that understood, well, I wanted nice photos of us. All my friends and family are over there drinking yeah. and having a great time without me. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, if we can make this 15 minutes instead of an hour and a half, I want it to be 15 minutes because I want yeah. to get back into the party and, and actually be with my guests rather than just have all these photos of us, you know, in gardens. Um, the style of, so we had the white tree as our photographers. Um, yeah. the, the guy that we chose, Matt, his style was very much like documentary style, which we really liked. So yeah. we knew we'd have all these was beautiful Matt photos. Tom? I know it was um, Matt. No, Tom was the videographer. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. Let's get my so, lines crossed. Yeah, I've <laughs> yeah, seen, I've seen Matt at a few places after that. Yep. So they did, yeah, yeah, they really did a great cool. job. So how did you... Because so, White Tree is... Sorry to get you... White Tree, they've got a whole bunch of photographers. Did you meet him individually? Do you, do you get to pick? How does that work? They send you... Um, uh, they send you their... Oh, their profiles, wasn't it? Profiles and like um, examples of their work and what style they shoot in. Yeah. Um, but I'd actually, I actually We'd was onto to White Tree because of their musicians first. So yeah. the music yeah, yeah. was actually really important to me as well. And the White Tree have a consortium of musicians where you can choose who you want to be in your band, yeah. provided that they're available that day and they're not sure. already booked. Um, and that is such a super fun night. They do a showcase night where you can go and watch all the musicians play and then pick who you want. So yeah, it's want, quite fun. It's like a little combo deal. It's like, oh, okay, I want that bass player and that singer. <laughs> and it was really, it was cool. You could make your own, you could literally make your own band for the day, which is what we did. Yeah. It was, it was we really, took our uh, friends with us as well. Really so we had a night out. Yeah. Like, we had a few drinks and you know, you're picking your wedding band. It was a really cool night. Yeah. That was, um, we pretended we were on the voice. Sounds like you're going to McDonald's or you're picking a band. Oh, have a large <laughs> fries. Actually, I have a medium of, yeah. <laughs> um, again, though, they're very organised. So they've got videos, yeah. sample packages of the people. And then... but we'd, yeah, we've done quite a bit of pre-work on that in terms of like we'd gone through the profiles and sort of looked at who we're, you know, we're looking at. And same with the photographers. We'd looked at all their work. Yeah. Sort of, yeah, we just sort of, you know, circled what style we liked. And, you know, we would, didn't want the super... Um, produced look of like real fake, yeah. fake faces and fake poses and that it was more as Nadia said documentary style just of you know us enjoying the day and yeah. making our way around, around the gardens and stuff so, did you yeah. do the all those photos oh, I was going to say all those photos that people hate of themselves but you love of them so you know they might be mid laughter and you think oh my god that's the most beautiful photo of Pete I've ever seen and then I show it to you and you're like that's horrible I'm not even <laughs> looking at the camera you know all yeah. those yeah, yeah. I'm always looking at the camera, don't worry. It's the uh, narcissist in me. Uh, so did you go to the package deal with photographer and videographer with the white tree? I don't know if it's a package deal, but same company? No, the videographer actually was different from white different. tree. We chose um, Evolve, who... Yep. Yeah, Eugene. Your, your sister's wedding, we got that. Yeah, they, they did Nadia's sister's wedding, I think. Yeah, great. Yeah, Eugene's a... F- uh, family friend anyway so sure. he'd um, he'd um, videoed my sister's wedding and then it was available for us which was really cool yeah and then so, coincidentally I'm... eugene hired tom who also works for the white tree for the day to help him <laughs> everyone wins <laughs> everyone wins so i think yeah even just remembering back a lot of it is 
word of mouth and you know mm. who had a good experience with who and all that sort of stuff as well as your own research but yeah we, yeah. we were really well helped in that regard with like word of mouth yeah the other photographer yeah. was jeremy from white tree uh who was really cool but we chose him matt and then they just sent a second photographer which we didn't choose but he mm. all ended up being fantastic so they're yeah. all great i think yeah cool so you booked those now how did you find me Good question. Nuts. Um, I think you were on a few dating pages. No, <laughs> <laughs> That's really controversial to say, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> kind of married, but you know, yeah. I, I don't know where to take that without it sounding weird. Um, <laughs> Cut that out. Um, yeah, I think it was Easy Weddings, actually. Yeah, okay. Yep. And okay. we met up with. Um, Yourself and another another guy. Um, we met up with someone else briefly. So yeah, we we looked at the page and um, I don't know. Did we decide that we wanted a male celebrant? I don't know. It was just mm. one of the decisions that we made. Um, we wanted someone who was a bit younger. Who you know, we wanted we we wanted a fun sort of upbeat yeah. day. We um, yeah. no, no offense to the older um, colleagues in your industry or anything like that, but we just sort of wanted some you know, someone to, I don't know, bring a nice, yeah. fresh, um, upbeat sort of tempo to the day. And yeah. Um, yeah, we sort of streamlined to a couple of people. We met up with another guy, was it Chris, that we met up with first? Um, and I don't know, we just preferred you, mate. So, yeah, yeah. It's, it's one of those <laughs> just, uh, and I appreciate that as well, that uh, we bonded. But it, it's almost like you've, got to, <laughs> you've kind of got to go over that. I forgot, I forgot that we met up for Subas. So, yeah, you had us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, we did. Didn't we we? Had, down at Oakley. Yeah, 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 in Oakley. Yep. It was the garlic sauce. Most of our <laughs> we based most of our decisions on people that we liked. It yeah, really yeah. was not about like everyone does a fantastic job. If you yeah. sit there and you go through yeah. all the photos of every supplier, you will find a hundred florists that will do a fantastic job for your wedding. Yeah. What I really wanted to do was just be with people that I liked, you know, mm. like even my wedding dress. If I have to come here for six months for fittings, I want to be with someone that I enjoy spending time with. I don't want yeah. it to be a chore. Yeah. Um, if I'm going to pick a celebrant, then we'll meet up for souvlakis and tacos and donuts, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, which I'll still hold you to because, you know. <laughs> You really weren't cohesive with the dietary requirements pre-wedding. That <laughs> I loved it. I, I loved it, by the way. Thanks. So I, I'm all about enjoying the experience, and if that means that you bring a few more kgs along to the wedding day, so yeah. <laughs> I think that's really important for couples. You do want to find someone you feel comfortable with, and there are hundreds of everyone and everything in terms of weddings and. It really only takes to meet with a few and go, yeah, I, I gel more with this person more. And I think it's important. Like, do you, an important question is if, if it wasn't my wedding day, would I be happy to bring this person along to a family meal or just a drinks with my friends? Uh, and if not, then possibly they're not the right person for you. Um, but if it is someone you would feel comfortable with just to hang out outside of the wedding space, then I think you've found uh, the person for, uh, whatever category you're trying to fill. And so you, so you start feeling, you know, you're feeling all these different roles in that. And what was, what was some of the hardest decisions to make 
no hard decisions. I can't think of anything that was difficult to make. I think yeah. budget-wise, it's, as I said before, I highlighted what was important to me to spend money yeah. on. So I personally wasn't too fussed about the cake, for instance. Sure. And I wasn't too fussed on the car. And I wasn't too fussed on... I can't even think of anything else. Yeah, but... but you- there was other aspects where I thought that's that's really important. I wasn't yeah. even fussed about the flowers, actually. That's another thing. So the, the florist was amazing. Like They did turn out amazing. We'd met with another florist who was the polar opposite of who we went with, and yeah. that was exactly the conversation we were just having. So we met with this lady, and she's like, oh, for that venue, there's no way you can spend less than $14,000 on flowers. You need to do this. You need to do that. And we left the meeting just like, that's so not our person. Yeah. That's just not what we're about. She had the most beautiful catalogue of, yeah. of amazing things that she'd done. But then the next um, the meeting that we had with the florist, Shane from Botanics, um, there on Punt Road, was what, do, what wine do you want, red or white? I'm like, well, that's a beautiful way to start a conversation <laughs> a about start. flowers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You had me at hello. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, complete different vibe. And just talking about different things like, you know, we don't care about, we didn't have any, um, we didn't have a wedding party. So we didn't have a color palette or anything that they need to do. So, um, but we had little things like we didn't want the men's lapels to be too feminine. So he picked succulents and something a little bit different for that. So it's really a masculine man. So you really need something (laughs) quite, oh yeah, absolutely. And just things that are going to hurt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kiwis, you know. I think um, also giving the people that you're um, that you're you know putting your time into, like giving them a little bit of professional flair as well, of like just put mm. some trust in these people, like they know what they're doing. Okay, yeah. have a little bit of an idea about what you want, but don't be so, I guess, regimented and exactly what you want. Just give them a little bit of um, if uh, open um, that they can work with, like with Shane. Yeah, it was like. Um, we gave him a brief sort of overview about what we wanted. And then it was sort of like, he, he picked a few things and said, oh, I know that room. I know these things would work. And we were like, okay, we're happy to trust you. And we did. And he did such an amazing job. Um, yeah. And yeah. So, yeah. Like, yeah. Remember so, that they're professionals. Don't uh, micromanage. Yeah. Micro, yeah. Yeah. Don't micromanage. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think, and, when you do allow that, like obviously it goes, you've kind of, you go through that process beforehand of picking the right people for the right feel and like, yep, these are, they're ticking all these boxes, the reason why you choose them. And I think it's really important to, you choose them and now you kind of give them the reins. You kind of say, all right, I, you've got, I've told you what I'm after and I'm now going to leave it in your hands to just add your, your flair to it and whatever and make it incredible. And, and same with grooms. I know grooms get excluded from some of the process as well, like um, some mothers or like mothers of the bride or mothers um, in law will take over and talk about mm. what has to be done and has to be done. And at the end of the day, it's your day. The only thing that has to be done is a few legal words, right? And a celebrant that's um, that's qualified. <laughs> Pretty much. There's Everything about five else. things you need to do. <laughs> yeah. Everything else is not actually a have to. It's what you yeah. want to do. So yeah. You know, we've had friends that got married at their kitchen table yeah. and then had a party. Yeah. That's what they wanted to do. That's 
just as fantastic as the day that we yeah. had. You know? I actually really enjoyed the process. I enjoyed being involved with bits and pieces and meeting the various people. Like, yeah, yeah, it was nice to see it on the day as well. It's like, you know, this is what you planned for and this is how it turned out. It was actually really satisfying. Yeah, I found, I found that satisfying. Yeah. So obviously every couple is different and I, I feel like it's maybe generally the stereotype that, uh, you know, the bride will do everything. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm talking um, heterosexual couples, particularly you know, the bride everything and uh, the groom's like, whatever you want. And then sort of sound like, I don't really care. Like I'll, I'll be there, but you just, this is sort of your day. You do whatever you want. It doesn't sound like that was you guys were on the same page with, yeah, we want to plan this together. Yeah, that's exactly right. And yeah, again, that was, that was actually a really fulfilling part. And I, I certainly mm. would recommend that because it, yeah, it shouldn't just be, you know, Nadia or the bride um, does all the hard work and then, you know, the groom just sort of rocks up and, you know, that's it. I think it's actually a lot more fulfilling when you help plan and then, you know, the day you can see the way it all turns out. Um, so, yeah, a lot more fulfilling. I think yeah. you're involved. Okay. And it's good. It takes a little bit of pressure off both parties as well. Yeah. The supplies were nicer to Adam when he went by himself anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't say anything bad about you. You're a wonderful person, Nadia. You're just great. Uh, tell, me, tell me about the day. Uh, what do you remember maybe what don't you remember like what did it feel like was it as what you expected was it better so i had a few criticisms about the day um about not not anything to do with the actual wedding part just the morning and how i Mm. wanted to sort of do things my own way um so i stayed home by myself for the night adam had a um a hotel room close to the city for with his friends. Um, but even that, a lot of people are like, oh, I can't believe you're by yourself or you're not going to get a hotel room. Or um, I just wanted to be relaxed and in my own space and and not be worried about having to cut, you know, a whole heap of hair products or something around town. Like sure. just to wake up in your own bed was really nice. Um, yeah. I went to the gym the morning of the wedding as well. My um, trainer's actually a friend, so she was coming to the wedding anyway. And that was really, really lovely. A lot of people thought it was crazy. Like she put a photo on Facebook of a before and after just for fun um, of, you know, us in our training gear and then actually being dressed up later on. And a lot of people were like, you're crazy. Why would you go to the gym in the morning of your wedding? Again, do what you want to do. Um, I had nervous jitters by actually spending an hour of getting some of that nervous energy out. I was so relaxed by the time I got to my mum's house and there was the frenzy of all the you know, makeup artists and hair people yeah. and all that sort of stuff. So, mm. yeah, I think just do what you want to do. Adam had yeah. a relaxed morning. I think they went for breakfast or something. I went for a leisurely stroll around the Yarra and had a nice breakfast at the hotel. Like, <laughs> right, very, okay. very relaxed, yeah. You um, didn't hit cross beforehand. <laughs> but that's all part of the day, right? Like, when you're looking back, you're like, I had a really lovely day. I didn't wake up mm. stressed out. I didn't wake up. Um, not in my bed, you know, like whatever, whatever is uncomfortable for you. I woke up really comfortable by the time mm. we actually got to the venue. Again, I was just super relaxed. There was um, a moment when I saw you, Pete. So I was behind the hedges before everyone could see me. <laughs> yep. And I was just, <laughs> sounds creepy for a podcast. <laughs> it does, but I, I remember that moment. You, you, your dad was there and your, your bridesmaids were there. I remember that. Yeah. 
Well, there was no bridesmaids, so. Oh. <laughs> You're that was there. Another wedding. <laughs> <laughs> there are, a few, look, I'll, I'll be honest, there's a few weddings. I've done at least three, so they kind of merge at times. But the, your dad was there? <laughs> dad was there, yeah. Great. And, Good, um, I've got one aspect correct. Even the, even the cars. So um, one of the ladies that we work with, she's got a um, classic car business. So her husband drove me, which was nice and relaxing again. Like, just lovely yeah. to have people around you that you know and are cool. Um, but just being behind those, those hedges and just listening to everyone, like the party without me, you know, listening to the beautiful music, this, like mm. beautiful sunny day. That was a really nice moment to just go, oh, we are having this little garden party. You know, everyone's here for us. It's so cool. Yeah. Um, so that was really nice. And, and the music as well, like the song I walked down the aisle to, people were like, oh, no one knows that. You know, shouldn't you pick something else? No one's going to know it. Well, I can't remember weddings that I've been to where I remember what the bride walked down the aisle to. So yeah. why should I not pick a song that's special for us yeah. you know, rather than what the guests think in that moment? But um, I don't know, just re- like reflecting on the day, I just have so many warm, happy memories. Like, yeah, even just thinking back, it's just like um, I still, one thing that really... Um, I always remember is when we first walked like after the ceremony and walking into the venue, I'm not sure if you remember Pete, but like, um, you know, the band sort of started and then like we like walked in and it just like, just filled me with adrenaline, like that rush of like all your family mm. clapping and all that sort of yeah. stuff in the band going like, it was just like that eruption of like applause yeah. and just like that absolute shot of adrenaline through like both of us. And it's just like, wow, you know, like here we are. Yeah. So that was, that's a real memory that sticks with me about yeah. that feeling I, I can still recall that feeling of like just the tingling sort of sensation as you walk in mm. that was um that was super cool yeah again we yeah we surrounded ourselves with friends in the end so yes. you know a lot of our family thought that you were our friend pete yeah they actually did and that's that's sort of no one thought that you were someone that we'd met you know three or four months beforehand or anything so that i think that's a reflection unto itself that we just sort of were surrounded yeah. by lots of um lots of love really yeah yeah and i'm really good at lying at people and pretending to be friends so, you know. <laughs> so deceptive <laughs> <laughs> no we did like, it was i think look for what i personally remember from my wedding i do not remember the words uh of our celebrant but i exactly like 100 percent remember the feeling and that's that's what, a, you know, if you've got the right suppliers, that's what they'll provide. They'll provide this incredible experience. You might not remember every minute detail or word, but you'll look back, back and you'll think back and you're like, man, that was, that was just awesome for, for so many reasons as well. Uh, yeah, I do remember I, standing there and looking back at everyone in the convent in the background and just thinking, wow, this is so cool. It's mm. so wonderful to have everyone here. Yeah. I do remember you called us the grime and broom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, some people do requested. remember the celebrant's words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look, anything to get a laugh in the crowd. And, uh, I'm pretty sure I icebreaker anyway. Well, I'm pretty sure I'd mocked the Kiwis beforehand and then uh, had stopped That's after I realised how many Maoris were there. So uh, <laughs> it was good though. Once again, anything for a laugh. Um, <laughs> no, you had you had quality. Quali- obviously, your family and friends are they're awesome. Uh, 
and after the ceremony, I remember then being up uh, in the things like the pre-reception area uh, in that sort of courtyard. Just yep. it was great just chatting with you know them and hearing what their experience was, and then you know where they've come from, and just just chatting with them. Uh, and then there's a, there's a video of uh, your aunts. I asked your aunts because they were they were you know going, oh it was amazing, and I was like. So did you want to say that on camera? Because I just, I, I thought I should probably try and record this. And they were, they were a hoot. I, in fact, I'm pretty sure it's on YouTube. It's, uh, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll see if I can put it up. No, we still have a laugh. We, we were laughing about it at my cousin's wedding only a few yeah. months ago. Um, yeah, still on. laughing about it, you know. They are, it's just, just one of those funny, funny memories as well. Yeah. It's cool. So now, post-wedding day, two years out, what do you look back and what would you recommend to couples? What would you say to them who are currently in their planning? I think the main thing that we've really gone on and on and on about today is hiring suppliers and people that you get along with, because if they have taken the time to know you and you get along with them, then they'll make their professional decisions on your behalf. And they're not really going to stray too far away from what you wanted. Yeah. Um, trust them as well, you know, trust them as professionals. There are little moments, I think, to have been a bit more organised for family photos, for instance, after the ceremony because um, everyone just scattered afterwards. But sure. that's not really a big deal. No. But, you know, in hindsight, we could have yelled and screamed to everyone and said, come back, we need photos. I'm glad that we didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Again, you know, the photographers were really respectful in that we said, you know, we want to, we want to be getting these done, getting these photos done and then trying to get back with our family as soon as possible. So that was really cool. Yeah. The band was awesome. Yep. They played, they gave us opportunity to say what songs we wanted played. So I can't remember how many it was, say 20 of the songs where mm. they were really, and some of them quite niche that no one else was dancing to, but we were. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, but they were happy to do that. So Mark at the White Tree um, organised all of that and he was he was really great. Yeah. Yeah, dealing with people that you get on with just so that you're not stressed. And I think I think that's a really big part about it. As Nadia said, um, dealing with people that keep you on a nice level playing field, I guess, um, so that you're not stressed. Like it's almost like that snowball effect of if, yeah. if you're dealing with someone who's, I don't, I don't know, um, not giving you exactly what you what you want or that's slightly combative and just that stress kind of adds and adds where it's like, yeah, if you deal with people that are all on the same page, mm-hmm. um, you know, all that sort of thing, it just, just leads for a much better, smoother experience, I think. Yeah. Cool. I feel like there's, there's so many more questions I could keep asking you, but I feel like you've given, you've given, you know, couple such a good base from just your experience and what to go for and what's worked for you. So thank you so much for your time and uh, helping give other couples a place to start from and uh, maybe even getting lifting their heads above the clouds to kind of go, oh, cool, rather than getting stuck in the thick of everything is going like, oh, yeah, it'll, what do I want to have an experience and remember way in the future looking back at the day? So cool. Thank you. Do what you want, guys. Do what you want. It's your wedding. The day that you guys want. Yeah, don't don't worry about everyone else. Just make sure that's what you guys really want because that's the main thing that sticks with you. Yeah. Yeah. Be strong if you have to. Yeah.
Cool. Well, thank you so much. You guys are awesome. And thank you for joining me on the Winning Guide podcast. And thank you everyone for uh, tuning in, listening, and whatever you're doing, wherever you are, hope you are well, particularly during this time of COVID, Victoria Lockdown 2.0 special. Farewell. Thanks. See you in our next wedding. See ya. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Cause, cause, cause.